when you pitch to larger publications, it really should fit into a larger brand strategy. You should not pitch to achieve like an isolated post. And so people are just not being strategic. They're not asking themselves, what do I want to come out of this? I think an important question to ask yourself is also, what is my goal here? What's my objective, right? Who, what audience am I trying to get in front of? I think people pitch blindly because they want to have the logo on their website banner. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, every publication caters to a different audience. So if you are trying to get in front of investors or college students or mompreneurs, you have to curate a plan that includes specific publications. And you can easily find out what audience reads what by typing in the publication and media kit into Google. So you can type in Fast Company Mm. Media Kit, Vogue Media Kit, and their media kits will come up. And then you can easily look to see what is the readership like. And then your marketing plan or your pitching plan should be based on who reads what and what your company goals are. Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen, it's time to give you some hard truths, so sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, And let's get ready to get into the juice. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special live. Super excited today. I have a very special guest. Pollyanna Reed, senior contributor at Forbes Women, is coming on to talk all about pitching and some other juicy stuff that we have going on. Her podcast episode with all of the juice just dropped on the Juicy CEO podcast. So it was such a great episode. Like you will like she shared stuff and she will tell you that she hasn't shared anywhere on the podcast. And that's just how it ended up happening. We had such a great conversation. So make sure you after this, you go back and you go watch her episode and show her some love or listen to her episode, I should say, and go show her some love and today we're going to talk about how strong is your pitch game strong is your pitch game strong Pollyanna is here in the building hey yes hi how you doing I am doing fabulous how are you doing my darling I'm good I'm so happy to have you here this morning thank you so much for being here here's what I want you guys to understand the right media coverage can build up your reputation and your authority and bring you major attention to your latest business moves However, however, be prepared to come and take notes because everybody wants that media coverage, but not everybody wants to do the work that it Mm -hmm. requires in order to get the right type of coverage. So today I am speaking with the queen of the media, (laughs) Pollyanna Reed. (laughs) She is a senior contributor for Forbes Women and you can check out her bio and all of the great stuff that she does over on the podcast episode. Make sure you read those show notes, but we talked all about how to nail that pitch, how to position yourself, who to pitch to. Not all journalists are created equal. I learned a lot from this episode as well, which is so great. I just learn more and more every time I get to stop speak with you. And we also talked about how to use your current audience to gain new attention. 
So welcome, Pollyanna, to the show. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I encourage everyone who's tapped in today to listen to the podcast episode because there are, I've dropped so many bits and pieces of, you know, insight and advice and stories. This is my most sought after talk, how to pitch to the media. So mm. I just received a DM in my, in my today, someone asking me like how to pitch to media. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like I talk about this so often Constant. Like, and this is Constant the problem and for free. People, people don't want to do the research. Like I have a podcast episode. I have a YouTube episode. I have a blog post. I talked about it on other people's podcasts. It's like, you should not be in my DMs asking me, how to pitch the media at this point. Come on. And it's, and it's, it is, it's about that research piece. It's like, people want that. They're not people being lazy. Y'all being lazy because she gives so much free advice out here on how to get it done. There, you sh there should be no reason for the, why are you not taking me or why are you not hearing me? Because she literally maps it out almost like, I don't even know. I don't tune into every single thing Pollyanna does on her Instagram stories, but every time I do, she's talking about that. So there's literally no excuse, right? Yeah, so, a, a lot of journalists, I feel like a lot of journalists are transparent. Like if you check their Twitter, there's usually a Twitter thread or they've written a blog post about what they expect. So it's really about paying attention and staying tapped in. So I wanted to pull out a quote where you say, there's so many unsung heroes, they may mm -hmm. never get their shine. Because that just resonated so much t to me. And I actually didn't know before our episode that that was really like who you love to cover the most so i thought that gave everybody out here who thinks they don't have a huge following or you know whoever they don't think they are yet so much hope so i would love if you talked about who are tell me about the unsung heroes why do you like them who are you targeting who, who are these people so my swim lane at forbes woman is female leaders who are shaping the future we got to start there before we before we go anywhere oftentimes our editors may ask us to feature people who need little to no mention, right? So like you have your individuals who are mainstream headliners, you know, the Sheryl Sandbergs of the world or, you know, people who like they're very easy to recognize. And so oftentimes the anonymous extraordinaries or the unsung heroes are looked over because they don't yet have that reputation or that profile. But there are so many brilliant, courageous women who are doing like really great things but because they don't have a a big name sometimes they're overlooked and so i always look for those diamonds in the rough i always look for those those hidden gems because i think it's important and i'm in a position as a senior contributor where you know i have the liberty to kind of pick and choose who my stories who i feature like all the way across the board i'm not just looking in one corner i love that and i think a lot of people here on here everyone's resonating with that 100%. They were like, yes, the unsung heroes. I know a lot of you guys too are like, I'm an unsung hero. Nobody knows who I am. But here's the thing too about that, that Pollyanna talks about a lot. It's doing mm -hmm. something that impacts lives and moves the needle forward. So I know you guys are going to mm -hmm. step over that part. You're going you gonna, to gonna hear all the things you want to hear. You're going to step over that part. And that was a really yeah. big message in our podcast episode, right? Mm -hmm. It was like, what's going... She doesn't make announcements. You know, your story is not news. What are you doing to make the society better? What are you actually doing? So let's not step over that part, guys, because I know you guys won't forget all that part. I know we talked about, like, biggest mistakes people are making when they're trying to do their pitches, not doing their research on the journalist. But in the actual pitch that people are doing, we I'm not going to get... She's not going to share all her, her juice on here, people. I'll tell you where you can get that later. 
but what's one of the biggest mistakes you see in the actual pitch when it's like, okay, you seem like you may have something going on here, but like, what's one of the biggest mistakes you see them making when they actually now have that opportunity? What are they doing wrong? There could be a few things, right? So email etiquette is the bare basics. The other thing is making your pitch too long. Cause like, if like, I don't want a blog post in my inbox, you know what I mean? Like get to the point, be concise. And also feel free to bold or underline certain things that need my attention. Mm. A lot of times every sentence will start with I, I did this. I know this. I'm capable of this. I can speak to this. But what I want to know is what's in it for my audience. That's really the most important piece that everybody misses out on because ultimately this is not to stroke your ego. This is to empower my audience to move a needle in their business or in their lives. And so that's really, really important to me. So when I see someone who approaches me from an ego standpoint, it's not something that I entertain or move forward with. And then the takeaways for the reader should be very clearly highlighted, whether that's a paragraph or whether that's in like a few short bullets, you know, make that stand out more than anything. Brief introduction, any brand assets, you know what I mean? So your biography, your, I mean, honestly, I'm not, you know, big, I'm not big on press releases, but if you want to attach that, your media kit, product photos, anything, like I should not have to go back and forth with you asking you for the things that I need, right? You really should be prepared and be ready and, you know, send me the things that you feel like would add context and color to your pitch. So that's really important as well. I love all that. And so I think an important piece too, I like the underlining the bolding inside of mm-hmm. your actual pitch. Nobody yeah. wants a blo- nobody wants a whole blog situation happening in the email. So like, are we talking like we need a good, like solid, maybe just like two paragraphs and then attach the important, the other assets no. we think you I would need? say I just I, like, what I'm saying is like, don't send me like a thousand words in my, in my email. Right. So like, okay. I mean, 600 or less, 700 or less, okay. like use your discretion. And if you mm-hmm. don't know how to, write a pitch email hire someone to do it for you save yourself save save yourself the headache you don't know how to do it you don't need to experiment with the very with with your dream journalist don't experiment with your dream journalist is what i'm hearing from that yeah right another thing that i can bring forward is like building relationships with journalists like there are people who have pitched me over the years and i've said no for whatever reason but because they're consistent because they are they're really they they want to build a relationship with me they want me to notice them like i will keep an eye on them i'll keep you know my finger on the pulse of what they're doing so understand that your first Mm. pitch may not hit with the journalist but if you engage with their content if you keep up with their content if you slide in their inbox every now and then you know i'm the type of journalist and it's very rare because i get when i get the feedback like if i see potential in a pitch but maybe it's not the right timing or it's not my swim lane i'll always give feedback right? I'm really known for Mm. giving feedback. Most journalists may not answer you. Most journalists may delete your pitch, but I will give feedback, especially if you're a woman of color or a black woman, I'm going to help you position your pitch better. And it may not be a good fit with me, but it may be a fit for someone else. I love that. And a lot of journalists won't give that type of feedback. So they don't have extra value. That's the thing. It's not even that they just like, who can give like we get like thousands of pitches a month like who can who has Mm. time to give every single person feedback so i pick and choose who i want to invest in right i pick and choose Mm. you know if if you're if you've done the research and you know you've tried your best and i can give you some pointers i most definitely will if i have the capacity i love that and one of the things that came up on our episode together so everyone who's joining pollyanna we did a deep dive into all of this on the juicy ceo podcast so go and check that out but one of the things that came up that was really great is you talked about the hidden benefits of pitching to 
smaller publications. And this so is my favorite. juicy for me. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I'm about to get fired up. I need to calm down. Calm down. So <laughs> no, because people, I, like I said, like people love to pitch to Forbes and business insider and Inc and fortune and entrepreneur. And they want to go straight to the top. Right. But I'm also looking to see who else is talking about you. And so like, I always say, if you're not a hometown hero, do not pitch to me on a global scale. If your neighbors don't know what you do, if local publications don't know what you do, you are like, you should not be stepping to me yet. You feel me? And so I think people turn their noses up at smaller publications or blogs or podcasts. And I really want to encourage you. They are, they're going to rally behind you. They're part of the community, right? Like, so I don't think, and also too, when you pitch to the larger publications, it really should fit into a larger brand strategy. You should not pitch, like, I, you, know, you should not pitch to achieve like an isolated, you know, post. And so people are just not being strategic. They're not asking themselves, you know, what do I want to come out of this? I think an important question to ask yourself is also, what is my goal here? What's my objective, right? Who, what audience am I trying to get in front of? I think people pitch blindly because they want to have the logo on their website banner. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, every publication caters to a different audience. So if you are trying to get in front of investors or college students or mompreneurs, that has a specific... like. You have to curate a plan that includes specific publications and you can easily find out what audience reads what by typing in the publication and media kit into Google. So you can type in fast company mm. media kit, Vogue media kit, and their media kits will come up and then you can easily look to see what is the readership like. And then your marketing plan or your pitching plan should be based on who reads what and what your company goals are. There's no point pitching to, I think Fast Company, they, their audience is like middle level management. And you know what I mean? Like in college, I feel like college university students, like there's no point getting a story in there if your audience is not in there, if your audience is not reading the mm. publication. So like it just that requires a little bit more. And then the other thing, the last thing I'll say on this is researching journalists, right? So people will pitch to me, like I have a man in my inbox right now asking me how to get into force because it's, it's been his dream. I do not write about men. Like, hello, you know I mean? like you should not even be pulling up on me. I don't write about men. I write about female leaders who are shaping the future. So there's 20 over 2300 writers in the Forbes network. Find someone who is your fit. All of us have, you can look for clues and you can figure out who writes about what. There's more than 50 channels. There's Forbes Travel, Forbes Money, Forbes Women, Forbes Social. There's so many different channels on Forbes. You really just have to find out what's the right department and where do I fit. Ooh, so many. Yes, everyone's saying so many gems. Jaleesa's thank you for all the gems. Jaleesa's like, yes, great tips, Pollyanna. <laughs> 100%. And Stephanie's like, to so that man pitching to you, like, oh, like, what's he like? Hello? I, so annoying. Yeah. People don't even lazy it's so yeah. easy to find this information like it's literally like on every profile you have but that tip around typing in the publication and the media kit gold mm -hmm. right there i never even thought about doing that but that's the best way to find out about their audience it's like we read mm -hmm. these we some of us don't even read the magazines we're trying to pitch to which is a whole another story 100 percent. please yeah. But knowing like their audience, like who they're targeting, there's a what we think they're targeting, who they're actually targeting as a company. Right. And it's right there in black and white. I love that juice and ass, juice and ass. You had mentioned earlier, and I know this is a fact that you get thousands of people pitching you all the time. Guys, mm -hmm. thousands. They put in the yeah. thousands in there. Every day. Right? 
However, if I know this is something you talk about, the shooting your shot, even if you're not 100% sure, still go and shoot your shot. So wait, 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 we're going to pause on that for a second because yes, you should shoot your <laughs> shot. But I also think that it's really important. Here's what I think. Like, just make sure you have a proven track record before you even shoot your shot, mm. right? Make sure you have a proven track record. You have case studies, you have testimonials, you have, if I look like, mm. I treat social media like it's my digital resume, right? Anybody who looks at my social footprint will know what I do, how I do it, my methodology, my theory. They'll see client testimonials, they'll see feedback. Like, it's very, very clear that I'm seasoned in this shit. So what I'm saying, mm. I, like as a business owner, so people tend to shoot their shot prematurely. And that's the big, that's one of the biggest like issues that I see, right? Like because they want to stroke their own ego, right? They shoot their shot prematurely. You know, when people step to me and they're like, I'm about to launch this thing, I will literally tell them, hit me up in a year. Like mm. I'm, the, I'm not going to report that you're about to launch this thing and it flops. You know what I mean? Like, Hit me up in a year when you have some traction under your belt, when you have some experience under your belt, and we can see what we can do. The other thing is, I think people just need to also, when you shoot your shot, right, understand that you need to build the relationship with the journalist, right? And if the journalist says no, then that doesn't necessarily be, mean no forever. Sometimes it just means late, like later. It just means later in the year. It could mean in a few years. It could mean maybe it's not a right fit. Like there's so many reasons why journalists could say no you should never take it personally mm -hmm. if it's not a good fit for this particular journalist it may be a good fit for someone else but yeah you should definitely not take it personal and ask the journalist for feedback the journalists that have the capacity they will provide feedback so you can make your pitch stronger in the future Ooh, so many pieces there see because i was gonna be like shoot your shot even if rah 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 <laughs> so i love that you were like wait a second wait a second hold on hold on hold on and for everybody who's here, Pollyanna shares a really interesting story on the podcast about somebody who shot their shot prematurely and what ended up happening with them. So definitely mm -hmm. go and listen so you go and get that juice on that. But I love the seasoned piece, but also that you're using your social media as like your online portfolio. Mm -hmm. This is something I think a lot of people need to hear because they're wondering, what should I be doing out here on social? And they're worried mm -hmm. about TikTok-y and dance a bounce and whatever else is going on <laughs> when at the end of the day it's for your business right you're trying to the people are trying to get engagement in algorithms but when people are looking you up they want right. to know who you are without having to speak to you anyone can look you up and know 100 percent. this is what she's doing you can always know what, where Pollyanna is what she's doing what's happening next so guys use your social strategically yeah and yeah so another thing that we need to talk about is a lot of journalists well i won't speak you know what i won't even speak on a lot of journalists i'll speak for myself like i don't like to do profiles i don't like to do announcements i want to know what your news angle is so people will say it's my dream to be in forbes ain't nobody care about your dream like that i like why would i care about that i'm here to fund your dreams like no like i'm here to report the news i'm here to fit what you do into a new segment, right? Like I'm not here. I'm not responsible for that. And so for me, it's like, tell me what you do. Tell me how you do it. Tell me why you're the best in the game. Right. And that's the other thing too. I'm like, I have so many thoughts. You have a whole second me. podcast episode part two. If you pitch me, if you pitch me, right. And you tell me, okay, I specialize in helping college students network. Let's just say, right. I am going to, and like people expect that, like, just because you think you're, you think you're the bomb. So I should just believe you. No, like I'm going to do my research to make sure that if I'm going to report on network, teaching college students how to network, I want the best voice. 
I want the most expert opinion to comment on that. So if you tell me that you do that, honestly, like more power to you. But if I see, if I know that there's someone else who does it bigger, possibly better, who has a stronger track record, honestly, I might go to that person because I want the top voices in that field. So that's why I said about being seasoned. Like just because you do something, that's great. But sometimes you just need more experience. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's just not your time yet. And I'm a big believer that when it is your time, God will bring you to the front of the line. So don't take shit mm-hmm. personal. Don't cry in a corner. Just know that this is like, this is a chessboard. And you got to know the players on the board. You got to know their function. You got like, it's just a lot of shit has to do with patience too. Mm, patience, which most people do not have. Yeah. And then the last thing I'll say, I keep saying the last thing, the last thing, the last thing. But, um, whatever the last thing is. <laughs> when you're pitching, it's it'll be much easier if you get in front of a calendar date. So like every year you and your team should be going through the national calendar dates, whether it's the, you know, mental health week or valentine's day whatever day week or month and pitch based on that like that's a good foundation right if you're not sure how your shit fits into a news angle then perhaps you can align it with a calendar date and so when you are pitching let's say you're pitching for international women's day you're not going to pitch me on march 1st that's the biggest one of the biggest mistakes people make i only people understand how much we like as journalists how much we have on our plate do not pitch me a week before a calendar date and say, oh, I have a story for Valentine's Day. I have a story for IWD. Pitch me a month or two in advance because I already have my, my editorial calendar set, right? I've already chosen my stories. I like if I run a company. Like That's the other thing, too. People don't understand. Like I'm not just a journalist. I actually run a company. Like I run a million-dollar company. Like, girl. So like <laughs> I, have, I have my shit... I have my shit very organized, right? So like, I'm not doing last minute stories, you know, unless it's like a, a hot news topic. For the most part, I'm, I plan well in advance. And as you should, as all of us mm-hmm. should be doing. Yeah. And if like you were saying, whatever you're pitching should fit into a bigger brand strategy. So mm-hmm. if they're doing, if they're doing it as strategy versus ego, they will do what you just said. So I love talking about pitching in advance, looking at the calendar, not just doing this on a whim and really, really guys thinking about why you're doing this. How is it newsworthy and Mm -hmm. the research around who you're pitching to also that relationship building ongoing. I think Mm -hmm. that's a big piece that we're going to tend to step over. It's the, you, you know, you hear the wannabe season. So you guys are going to wait until your season before you pitch the person, but Having the relationship ongoing before that time can, I think, just put you at the front of the line because you're already yeah. top of mind, right? Yeah. Like, don't just pull up on me and be like, I want to be in Forbes. Like, I don't know you. Like, and I have no, ob- I have no obligation to you. So I don't really give a fuck. Like, it's just, it's people are, people move very weird, right? People like, it's are like, weird. It's you, like, journalists are human beings right and so with the industry landscape so unstable the least you can do is engage with our content the least you can do is send us a note tell us you appreciate a certain story that we wrote engage with us on social media don't just pull up on me and tell me that you want to be in Forbes because I'm not like I'm like I have other things to do like you know what I mean like I'm not it's here like, to and so what that's it's like it, and that comes back to the etiquette of it all right like I just mm-hmm. look at people drop into my DMs and they're like you know I need to fix my brand yeah, there's a Boy, certain way to that information. Approach, there's a certain way and approach to go about it, and that's all. I just think people. I think people need to be more mindful 
of that. And, and, I, and your networking strategy should include creatives. It should include writers and journalists. And don't mm-hmm. just hit up a journalist when you need something, you know, like if you're, if you included that in your networking strategy and you had, you were friends with journalists, you wouldn't have to ask, you know what I mean? Like, and also mm-hmm. too, the other thing is I'll say is we have a pulse on what's going on. So if you are hot, like I'll know about it because people will be talking about it what's the point of building a community if you can't leverage that community, right? So like, if you're hot, I will know because your community is shaking the room. So it's, you know, and so mm. the other thing, and the other thing is quick story that I, I think I shared on the podcast as well is I was looking for someone who fit a particular lane and I did a call out on social media. And in that call out, I probably had two dozen people tag the same person. And so I was wondering who this person was. I looked her up, you know, we connected via email. She had emailed me and we worked something out for a feature. And that's what I'm talking about, right? She is so bomb that when I did a call out her army, right? And it's not, she doesn't have hundreds of thousands of followers either, right? Like her army are, is so loyal. Her super fans are so loyal that they stepped in and they said, you have to talk to this girl. That's what I'm talking mm. about when I say leverage community, Right. Yes, 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 yes. And she does talk about this on the podcast. There was one question. I wasn't really taking questions, but this one I do find I actually I am curious about the mm-hmm. the answer, which was what is your thoughts on publications who want you to pay to publish them? Public it's not the publications, it's the journalists that's corrupt. The end. Right? Like so why would you want okay, I would think let me back up. Number one, <laughs> no, because there's so many things I want to say. Number one, any journalist who operates with integrity and has a moral compass is not going to take money in exchange for publishing a piece. That doesn't make any sense. Like I stand behind every single story that I publish. Second thing is if you have to pay to play, then what does that say about you? Right. And there are entrepreneurs mm. who do it. There are entrepreneurs who do it because again, they want to see their name in lights. They want their ego stroke. They want the logo on their website banner. So like, don't get it twisted. Like I totally am aware that this is a pay to play situation, but I mean, you got to live with yourself when you do that, right? <laughs> like you got to, live oh, with you know, yeah. yeah, you, you got to live with yourself when you do that. And so people, I don't have respect for people who, who pay to play. It just, it, it just doesn't make any, don't you want, wouldn't you want a feature because you earned it? Not just because you paid for it. Like that's weird to me. Hmm. A hundred percent. So that answered that question. I know a lot of you guys think that I know some of you probably get that in your DMs, people being like, Hey, we want to, we want to cover you if you pay us $1,500 to do so. Yeah. Stop it. Uh, Yeah. It just, it doesn't make any sense. And I don't suggest anyone do that. One of the reasons I, you know, I'm flooding my, my Instagram and everything with Pollyanna and some other powerful women like her is because she is going to be one of the, we just announced her as a workshop host at the momentum retreat happening in Miami in a few months. I mean, it's creeping up. People are like, it's in November. I'm like, it's soon. Okay. Don't act like it's too far away. It's soon. And she's going to come and bring all the thunder with one of her signature workshops around pitching to the media. And she's going to be with us for three and a half days working with 25 women in that room on their business, on their pitch. And Mm -hmm. if you want that juice, then you're going to want to be there. But Pollyanna, I would love if you shared with the audience, what do they think? I mean, I don't even know if I need to ask this question. I was going to be like, What's the, what, what are they going to get? But I'm like, guys, if you were listening, you know what you're going to get. This is just like a IG live. If you show right. up and you get to be and work with her for three and a half days. You want to get everything that you need to know to write a solid pitch and secure press placements. 
Like I've a proven track record of conversations I've had with entrepreneurs who after a one hour talk with me, they were able to secure anything that they wanted. So I'm going to equip you with all the keys and the mistakes to avoid. That's it. The end. I love it. Well, Pollyanna, thank you so much for being here. I always appreciate you. I learned something every single time. Guys, go show her episode some love over on the podcast, The Juicy CEO. It's just full of juice, act right, and tell it like it is. And guys, that's just what I love. So, Pollyanna, go enjoy the rest of your day. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God, guys. Wasn't that super juicy? My goodness. I just love it to be a hundred percent authentically themselves. Is that not like the whole point of being out here? Like how many of us have to pretend she's somebody who never pretends. And that's why I, I, I gravitate towards her so much, right? Like she's going to tell you like it is sometimes we, the sugar coating doesn't get us anywhere. So she does this on the episode that just dropped. She did that today. If you're coming on later, go back and listen. She gave so much more gems. I thought she gave a lot of gems on the episode that we did, but she gave even more gems this time. And if you're looking to really level up your brand, own your presence online and really go to the next level in your business, then you're going to want to be at momentum. She's just one of the, I think we've got up to five workshop hosts, not including myself around building your personal brand and your business that are going to be hosting over in Miami. So If you want that, if you know you want to move to the next level, if you know you're building legacy, if you know you're on a mission, if you know you want the tools, and I'm talking brand building, social media development, brand development, and like how to pitch, whether that's podcasting, whether that's written, whether that's online media, whether that's television, like we are bringing in the experts for all of that. And it's not about getting PR. Let me just put it this way, okay? Because people hear that and they think it's PR. This is about becoming your own PR engine. I've worked with different PR agencies. There's no shade to PR agencies, but there there is a thing that happens where you hand off that responsibility to a PR agency, and then you don't know how to go and market yourself. You don't know how to pitch your business. You don't even know what your PR agent people are doing because it does it's not aligned with how you like to operate. We all are our own PR people for our business. We are all marketers. Whether we like it or not, we are marketers. If you're in business, you're marketing, right? So why not come and learn those tools? Another juicy thing we're going to have at the retreat is we are bringing in a legal professional that talks about how your brand is actually an asset. So how all this work we do around building brand, and I'm not just talking about your visual brand. I'm not talking about logos and colors and visuals, like all of those things matter, but I'm talking about the essence of your brand and how it cannot, if you protect it and you do it right, people can't be out here jacking your swag and jacking your brand. And you can use it to create multiple revenue streams. This is something that people don't talk about enough. It's going to be amazing because we have someone who's going to come in and talk about just that. Okay. All this effort you're putting in marketing, branding yourself, content creation, social, all the things. Let's go and fast track you to the front of the line because you are amazing. You may be that unsung he- sung hero. You may be the industry's best kept secret. And it's time for everyone to know. It's time for everybody to know so you can go and build that next thing, whether it's another business, maybe you're launching a book, maybe you're just trying to get in front of a new audience, right? But you're building something bigger than where you're at right now. This is who momentum is for. So that's it. That's all my lovelies. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go check out Pollyanna's episode on the Juicy CEO podcast. 
show her some love on social, show me some love over here, share this with whoever needs to hear it and get your notebooks ready because it was all juicy all the time. If you enjoy this episode, then make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the juice every single week. And if you thought this episode was super juicy, it would mean the world if you gave it a five-star rating and left a review over on iTunes so I could keep bringing the juice to more people who need it. And if you want to win some juicy swag, I want you to take a screenshot of this episode from wherever you're listening, then post it to your stories and tag me over on Instagram at MoniquePrian underscore co. That's Brian with a Y. And you will automatically be entered to win. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business and raising your juicy CEO status.